Hey there. What's up, buddy? Uh, waiting an armor core. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, does it release in two minutes or in an hour? Shoot. I'm trying to see that right now. I think it's supposed to come out in two minutes. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, two minutes, supposedly. Yeah, I will... Like, I will... I am ready to play it, but I won't be able to play it tonight. But it is completely preloaded on my Steam Deck. And I actually did a... There was a thing on Twitter that I saw where you could enter... uh, Have you ever ordered anything off of Games Planet? I have not. Well, it's uh, it's basically they're having a giveaway. And uh, they were had the game on sale for $51. And they said as long as you are registered for the giveaway... If you happen to win, they will refund you if you already purchased the game. So I was like, well, I mean, there's no way to lose here. So I went ahead and bought it. Not bad. Yeah. So uh, I, I even had some uh, some store credit on there. So I didn't even have to pay that much for it. I, I think I think total I had to pay like $15 today. Well, definitely win-win. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we got an armor core coming out soon. What else have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a lot of Remnant, being very pissed off and playing some more. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I've, 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 I tried that game and very quickly figured out that it was not for me. I mean, my main issue is that uh, the bosses, uh, there's just always so many like little trash mooks everywhere, and I fucking hate them. Yeah, there's a. There's a uh, Oh, shoot, I'm blanking. Uh, it, okay, there were a lot of boss fights in Baldur's Gate where there is a... Like, if, for example, the, the final boss in Act 2, I'm not going to spoil it, you know, spoil it for anybody who wants to play the game, but there is a boss that you have to do something in the fight before you can get to, you know, get to the point where you can actually do damage to him. Yeah. And to get to that point where you can do damage to him, you have to get through a lot of trash mobs. And one of the trash mobs can take control of your, uh, like has the ability to control your characters. So that I had to reset that fight a couple of times because I would I would do the thing I was supposed to do and then I could get to the point where I could start wailing on the boss. And then they would just mind control my most powerful character in my party and just destroy the rest of my characters. And I would get so mad yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, uh, but my, my main thing with Remnant was I liked the gameplay of it. I thought the game played fine. And I, what, I'm assuming the reason you started playing the first one was because the second one came out, right? Uh, actually, just I was looking for Souls-like games, and I just happened to like have some money, so I bought a couple. Yeah, I actually... Uh, when, when I saw you start to play it, I was like, I think I've got this game. And I looked and I was like, ah, I do have this game. And like, I just remember trying it. And the, the last, again, we've talked, uh, we've talked about this before, a lack of a pause button will throw me off every time. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure what really, because honestly, the, the difficulty wasn't a, a huge factor for me. Uh, it's really difficult, which is which I will admit. It's it's. I guess it's nice. Well, yeah, but the but uh, my issue was the the bleeding. Anytime that there is a bleeding mechanic in a video game, I'm gonna check out a little bit. 
but in this one, like the bleeding mechanic was, hey, you're bleeding. Uh, and and no normally uh, the bleeding mechanic will like take a little bit of health off of you. But like when I was bleeding, the health was just sapping out of my body. And I, like, I don't like this at all. Yeah, like playing through, seeing like all the status effects now, they should have started with a fire boss. Mostly because fire, you can just, as you're rolling, you like you, you like get rid of Stop, the stop, and roll. Yeah, exactly. Which I feel like, yeah, it's it's happening your health relatively fast, but I'm, but the same thing. It's kind of intuitive that you're like, oh, I'm rolling, I'm losing that fire, and I'm I'm soon gonna be okay. Which yeah, to, uh, leading you have to use an item or just let it go all the way, which really feels like counterintuitive when you're like in the middle of the fight and you still don't know how the game works completely. Yeah. Uh... So uh, r real quick before we get into the uh, the review of the episode, we've got something else to talk about, which is uh, uh, we we both played the Alone in the Dark uh, prologue demo, which we have talked about Alone in the Dark before uh, as one of those series that we just. Knew. Yeah. What were your thoughts about the demo? Well, it lacks any gameplay whatsoever to the point where I would say like. Oh, this is how the game's gonna be like, which is I I don't which I kind of dislike, but visually, I kind of love like the whole Louisiana swamp. I love I I love like the everybody's southern. Yeah, and not and not just southern, by the way. It is old school southern. Well, I do declare. Oh, I do declare. <laughs> Mr. Uh, so, so my question for you before I talk about my thoughts on on it before we get too far far into it, you know, I played on the Steam Deck. You played on a you know an actual gaming PC. What was yeah. the graphics like for you? Oh, I played them basically at maximum, no issues. There's a yeah, there's so a, visually visually it's really pretty. Uh, what I did notice there is a there's a slight delay between the graphics. I mean the textures loading. And the game like starting up though. Yeah. Okay. That's so I had that as well. Times. I had that as well. Uh, and what I uh, I agree with you about the lack of gameplay. I, almost to the to the point where I kind of wish that they hadn't put this out at all because it, like it, it's literally ten minutes long because. Uh, you're just kind of walking through this house and nothing really happens. Like you get like a few things here and there that kind of happen, but nothing really happens in this demo. Yeah, uh, I tried looking around. Like I played it again today just to look around, see if like maybe I, I missed like an Easter egg or something, but I just, that's just, as, as we said, there was nothing. And, and you know, maybe, maybe there is something in there. But I mean, we didn't. And, like I almost got a because at the end of the demo, uh, you get you know uh, David Arbor's character to come out, and uh, then uh, I don't remember the the actress, but it was uh, her name was Emily, which yeah. which is my wife's name. You uh, still remember? Yeah, for like a, a split second, I was like, oh, maybe we'll get to play as these characters for a little bit and get like a real case of the game, and we just don't. 
Uh, oh, I, I never had that hope. I when they started, I was like, okay, this is just like. But I understood that as this is just basically they they basically tried to do. Remember the RE seven uh, prologue prologue. Um, yes, I, I remember prologue. that. I played. I play, yeah, I played it multiple times. Yeah, I'm thinking they wanted to do something like that. It just wasn't where, as good. I think like they if they could have added like a little bit more puzzle elements, like I understand like you're a little girl, you're looking around this mansion. I mean, there's a lot of shit you could do with it. It's a big yeah. House. I mean, even with uh, the RE7 thing, there. Uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't, I'm pretty sure there were no weapons in, in the oh, demo. No, no weapons whatsoever. Uh, like, it's all walking were, around, trying not to like be scared shitless. Yeah, I mean, you're in a. Ha- I mean, you're in a uh, space that was a lot smaller than this mansion. Uh, but what I think that the Resident Evil Seven thing did that was so much better than this was they had a lot of things to look out for. Like, I don't know if you remember, but there were the little ghosts that you could find. Oh, and no, the like there's, a shit, there's a shit ton of Easter eggs. There's a lot of hidden mechanics, a lot of hidden shit yep. you can do. Like, uh, if I remember right, like, if you play the video, like, do you have, like, the video tapes you can play around with? Like, if you do things a certain way, like, things change in, like, the actual world. Yep. Um, yeah, there's a lot. Like I said, there's a lot. There's a lot of, like... I guess you could say like Easter eggs, hidden mechanics, however you want to state it. Yeah, That's, I mean, not just that, but it was it was also actually scary. It had that. Well, I mean, scary is you know relative, but I mean, it was it actually had horror elements tense. to it. Yes, it was tense. Because <clears throat> uh, uh, no, not I'm gonna lie to you. As soon as I had, I saw like the whole. As soon as she like looked at the beast, I was like, ah, oh, get off me. Yeah. When you walk on the stairs, I was like, okay, yeah, they have like no no terror. I'm sorry. But a little I'm gonna think a little girl is gonna be like, Oh, my house just turned into a swamp. And what what could basically be amounted to a gator just try to bite spy my legs off. Yeah, yeah what, and, a, what uh, an inconvenience. And like I know it's like a, a big stereotype that we're you know, people in Louisiana were just like, Oh gator's no big deal. But let me tell you something, if an alligator jumped out at me, I'd be, I'd be like, That's not supposed to be there. And just because we all keep one as a pet, it doesn't mean we're not worried about them. Yeah, just because Francis follows me to work someday does not mean that I wouldn't be scared of one just like popped out of my house. <laughs> this is a true story. When I was a kid, uh, we lived in a house that uh, one day, like it just wasn't, you know, well maintained. Uh, it wasn't well maintained, but we got it. So like it kind of just got worse and worse as things as time went on. But yeah. one day, uh, I was you know you know running around the house being a stupid kid, and I fell through the floor. Holy shit! And, yeah, and it was on the ground level. So I mean, it was just you know dirt underneath that hole. So <laughs> very fun. Uh, one day I was I was home alone, and I was just walking through the house, and I went into my room. I sat down. I put up my laptop, and I was just surfing the internet. And I looked up and I saw a cat walk by. I was like, huh. And then I remembered, we don't have a cat. And then, <laughs> and sure enough, like, like animals were like coming through. The, 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 the cat was like coming through that hole. And I had more of a reaction to this cat being in my house than this girl I did to this alligator jumping out of her. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, after like you, it's, I mean, little spoil. I'm gonna, basically going to spoil like the whole demo. 
Um, basically, your little girl who's like using uh, what I can only imagine is like the transcript for the story to like make a mask. Yeah. You go to what I'm assuming is like I don't know if it's your brother, cousin, something. Who's like, oh yeah, I I want to send this letter, but they're on to me. And the little girl's like, the voices. Yeah, but the little girl's like, you know what? I'll just send this letter on my name. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. And after that point, I'm like, you know what? Uh, this is a kid that's used to dealing with like a really weird out um, cousin or something. Just a yeah. real weird family member. You know what? After that point, I'm fine. Uh, when she goes, then like she goes to like the main hall. Uh, the statues look a little weird. She's like, "Oh man, they're weird." And you, yeah, you move, you move a few steps to go down the staircase, and everything just shifts to a. Uh, what is it? An eclipse. Hello. All right. First disconnection of the day. And we're back. Uh, I, I'm going to have to really figure out why, because, like, do not disturb mode just does not work anymore. Like, I might as well just not even turn it on. Yeah. So where did they leave uh, Talking about the statues. Okay, yeah, look at those weird statues. You move forward a little bit. It turns to not the statues move weird. It's kind of like an eclipse when, it looks up, when I looked up at the sun. And you go down the hall, and you, like, you notice, like, oh, my whole... Well, the whole first floor just became a swamp. Yes. So, like, you walk a few steps towards the water. Uh, a gator-looking thing shows up. You're like, oh, what a baller. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so you kick you kick down... Uh, the oh, bear. What, yeah, no, but uh, I forgot what... A stuffed bear. Yeah. Yeah, because we have to clarify because this kid gives <laughs> no cares no in the world. Gives no shits whatsoever. Uh, yeah, you kick down the bear to walk on top of as you cross a little swamp. Uh, and she sees, and she gets across. She sees like uh, three of the things coming onto her. She, I'm guessing she sounds she finds some girls because then she runs away from them. Yeah, not even really that fast. Just kind of, eh. Yeah, just like a light trot. Yeah. And then, like, you go to, like, you get to, like, this basically, like, the first floor where they have a post office, which is a little weird because it looks like a house. Yeah, it so, definitely, I mean, it, I, it's, it's kind of like they had, like, a, like, a, a built-in post office to their house. It's basically the best way we can describe this. Yes. And then, like, the girl's like, oh, I to put, like, the mail in the place. And she's like, oh, I wonder where everybody is. And then, like, a monster comes out. And that's, like, the last thing you see before, like, it comes to the other characters. Yeah, and uh, something that I want to point out here, the game ran really well uh, on the Steam Deck, which is, my, you know, my main platform. But, boy, yeah. does the graphics not look good. And you don't really notice it until you see David Arbor's character get out of the car. And then you're like, ooh, that's bad. Oh really? Because oh my god, it was so know, bad. I'm, I'm playing max settings, and like they're look, and that for me is uh, look look more like a cutscene than a pre-rendered. So yeah, to me it just kind of looked fine. It looked fine, but it, oh, did, it did not look. It did. It did not look like 
again, Emily's character model was fine, but David Arbor's character was, did not look fine. It looked Ooh. it looked pretty bad. It looked like uh, like how when PS2 licensed games, the models look like the actors from the movies that look like that. Oh wow. Uh, yes. I mean, all in all, I, I was really excited to play this and. As soon as it was over, I was like, I get why this didn't get any traction at all because it was so short and gave no indication of how the game was going to be. Yeah, like I said, I, there I, was I played no it again. It, it took me ten minutes just to walk through everything, and I was just kind of, I kind of looked around, see if like I could find like, oh, maybe like, I don't know, a, a, a painting that that um, I don't know moves, changes something, nothing. Yeah, and, and that's honestly a shame because I was really, I was really hoping. Like, I even waited until last night to put like to play this because, so, like, you know, the, all the lights were out. I could put in my AirPods and like really immerse myself in it. And there was just nothing to immerse myself in. There's nothing. There's nothing of substance in this demo though that I can say this is worth playing. Yeah, which is a shame because again, this is something we're. We're both kind of in, we're very interested in just because of how much history it has. Yeah, and like I remember when they announced Alone in the like there's new Alone in the Dark game. I was like, this is awesome. This is a a, a new point that I could you know get into the series because uh, I don't know. Do you remember G4 TV? Oh God, that's I never I never really got to watch it, but I remember that. I was like, oh, I want to I want to be able to see this channel because they have gaming stuff. Yeah, well, uh, I, I was a very big fan of G4 TV, and that was the first time I saw the original one in the dark. They, uh, they had a show called Cheat, on the, and they would because it was more convenient to watch TV to look for cheat codes than it was to actually use the internet back then. Oh, to find God. So many years ago. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember seeing footage of that game. Maybe, like, it would be really cool to, to play the series one day, and you know, th this announcement of the new game of the franchise was really exciting. And I, I honestly wish they would have not put out this demo because I could have been blissfully unaware until, I, you know, the game actually came out. And I and I, I hope they fix this. Like, I hope they make it better. And maybe maybe the, the part of the little girl was just a bad snippet of the game and the David Harper and the Emily parts are going to be better. But I, I, mean, I just I'm, think they should have... Sure I'm sure they will be better. Because, like I said, the field is just kind of like story prep. Yeah. This is like, oh, this is why they're here. Uh, this is like, this is kind of like what what you'll be seeing. But it's just such a badly done idea of how to do that, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh my good. Uh, we've got rain over here, Leo, and that might not be a big deal to somebody. Uh, but we have not had a good rainstorm in like probably two months now, so this is great. Oh, man, you'll be uh, anyway. here. We have nothing but rain. Uh, well, the the temperatures here have been very hot, so rain is very welcome. We have actually uh, a major fire going on around the the singer area because it's yeah. been just so dry that it's just everything's catching fire over there. Uh, but so yeah. Anyway, uh, I I. Like, I, I get that this was story prep and, you know, all that good stuff, but I, I would just want to, if you want to see how a story prep can be done correctly, go watch some episode, episodes episodes of that show Supernatural 
uh, some of the setups they have for those episodes are terrible. And I think that if they would have just taken a few notes from that, they could have made this a lot better. Maybe make the girl scared of some stuff. Uh, that would have made it a lot better if she yeah. was terrified of these things that were coming out of nowhere. I feel like she, uh, more, she should have been more questioning the moment like the world turned to night. Yes, absolutely. Because that was that was like my first thing. Like, why is she like not like commenting, like commenting more than, oh, this is creepy. Like, I feel oh, like oh. Any, I feel like any kid would be like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, just like, oh, the house is turning again. Yeah, she was like, oh, man, not again. Like, this is Tuesday, we agree, this is, like, Thursday stuff. Yeah, she had the same attitude that I would have, like, oh, I got rats. Yeah, this is, this is like, oh, another bill to pay kind of attitude. Yeah, well... Like, I know it. I know it. Like you, you know this is a, this is strange, but you're more annoyed than scared. Yeah. Uh, but let's. Uh, we're we're about halfway in my drive home right now, so we're gonna transition into a game that is good. Uh, we got a review code for uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Uh, Evolve PR. They uh, sent us a review code. And Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. They, this is actually the second code they sent us. If you want to hear about the other game they sent us, it was a survival, uh, well, a stealth horror FPS called Evil, not Evil, uh, Blood West. Uh, that was last week's episode. If you haven't heard it, you can go over there and check it out. Um, but yeah, this is the same team that did the Friday the 13th game. Did you ever play that one? Oh, I didn't get to play. I watched a, I watched a good amount of people playing, though. Yeah, it was, it was a, a lot like this one. Uh, but, you know, obviously this one has uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff rather than Friday the 13th things. Yeah. And uh, so basically you're you're put into the menu and you can pick whether you want to be the victims or the members of the family. And the victims, if you choose that side, you're going to be playing more of a survival horror. Well, not really a survival, just a horror game because uh, you're injured. Because, as you know, in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, they like to beat the ever-loving crap out of people before they put them in the basement. Yeah. Uh, so you're host. injured, and... You, wait, say what now? Not very good host. Not a good host at all. Uh, but basically, you have to get out of the basement and escape the property. And to do that, you have to basically maneuver through the house and get things to help you escape, and also... You have to uh, watch out for the members of the family. There, there, there's a couple different ways to escape. The easiest way is to literally just go out. Uh, but, uh, there are gates around the property that you have to open, and that can lead you to getting out, off the property. Uh, I have only seen people escape one time, and I think only one mem- like only one victim has to escape for the family to lose. Um, oh, but wow. the game doesn't. The game does not end if you know one person escapes like the game is over when all the victims are off the board which means they've either escaped or they have died and the the mentality of one victim escaping is like if one escapes we're gonna call the cops and then the family's gonna be kind of screwed over there yeah. uh but i i will tell you uh one thing it can be very tense as the victim because you're kind of moving like there are things that make noise almost everywhere uh 
And if you touch those things that make noise, not only does it, you know, make noise, but the members of the family can have a visual indicator of like where noises are on the map, kind of like how Dead by Daylight did it. Uh, so, and another thing is, uh, there is the grandpa on the the family side where if you he does like this thing where you're going, and when he's doing when that noise is like going across the map, if you are moving when that sound is uh, being made. The, the members will see you. They'll see where you are. Uh, so they'll be able to come get you. Wow. And Leo, let me tell you, there was nothing more terrifying. Like th this was a literal jump scare moment for me. I was playing in bed next to Emily. And at one point, I was walking through the basement and I opened the door right as the guy playing this leather face rev the chainsaw scared the absolute crap out of me. I literally, I, I literally jumped up while I was laying next to Emily. She's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I was like, "It's Leatherface." <laughs> but uh, I honestly, I didn't have that much fun playing as the victims because uh, you know I feel like the game is more suited to the family. Uh, really, the only, the only, what's the word I'm looking for? The only advantage that you have over the family is that you can use like little crawl spaces and stuff like that to like put space in between you and the, the killers. Uh, but there is one member of the family that if you choose to play as him, he is weak, but he can get into those crawl spaces too. So you kind of have to watch out for if, uh, uh, if they have one of the, if somebody's playing as that character. Yeah. Uh, all of the, uh, all of the victims pretty much play the same. Uh, so there's, I mean, really, it's just a cosmetic choice of who you want to play as. The playing as the 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 family is where the variety kind of comes into it because every member of the family plays a little bit differently. Uh, in the written review, which uh, I posted on Facebook, if you wanted to go check that out, uh, if you like, if you play as the the cook, uh, he's an old man, so he can. Uh, but like his knowledge of the property is a lot stronger than the rest of the members of the family. Yeah. So his, his hits are not as strong, but he can like, he, he's more likely to hear you. Like he, he, he can like visualize where people are. Like he's more, he's hearing sharper. And if he sees somebody on the map, he can like highlight them and then everybody else can see it. Uh, another thing, uh, another, uh, I'm talking about the hitchhiker. He, he, uh, he can uh, get into cross spaces and stuff, but again, his attack runner strong. And then there are there's a guy that's the straight up, you know, the serial killer archetype where he can he, he does have blows that you know do a lot of damage, and he's he's the young buck. Uh, but the 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 real fun is when you get to play as Leatherface, and you can when you play as Leatherface, it is exactly what it sounds like. You have the chainsaw and you're running around. You're like, you're scaring the little Jesus out of everybody that finds you. And what you can do is you can choose when to turn your chainsaw on and off. Because if you have it on, you know, obviously, they everybody knows where you are if you have that chainsaw on. Yeah. Uh, so you choose when to turn it on. It's like a little quick time event to turn it on. Uh, and if you're good enough, you can, like, like the guy that scared me, you can start it up pretty quick on a moment's notice if you're, you know, quick on your, on your toes. Uh, and there's also a, what's the word I'm looking for? There is a way to, 
when you're revving your chainsaw, and if you charge the rev just right, you can get a damage bonus, which will basically knock down. Basically, it's a one hit kill. Damn. Uh, but uh, uh, on the flip side, if you don't time it correctly, what's going to happen is your chainsaw's going to stall, and you have to restart it again. Uh, so there, there, there's a lot of little, like little nuances when you're playing as when you're using the chainsaw. Well, really, when you're playing as any members of the family, and I just feel like the only thing that you have to worry about when you're playing as a victim is you know, how much noise am I making? Uh, so I really did. Oh, and, and another thing, you can strengthen the grandpa's abilities. Uh, when you're w- running around the map, you can find these little buckets of blood, and you can collect the blood. Or you can collect blood by, you know, attacking the victims. And when you take that blood to Grandpa and you feed it to him, yes, you feed the Grandpa blood. Uh, oh, and wonderful. the more, yeah, the more blood you feed him, the stronger his little locating ability is. And uh, what's, what else am I in here? Oh, the longer that you are a victim, the longer it takes you to escape. The more your injuries that you sustain from, you know, being tortured start to get, I mean, they start to get worse. So you start to bleed more, which means you start to leave a blood trail. So the longer, the longer that you're in there, the easier it is for the family members to find you. That being said, the first time I played with Leatherface, I could not find the last guy. He got away. I don't know how he did it, but it's the only time I've ever seen somebody on the victim side win. He was a, he was a wizard. He was a wizard. I never found a blood trail. Me and the other two guys could not find him. We don't know where he was. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the only downsides that I really had with this game were I the the content was pretty lacking. I think that there are only I think there's only three maps and there's only the one game mode. Uh, the the costumes aren't you know really up to snuff. Uh, I was really expecting something better because in the Friday the 13th game, they had, you know, they, they had almost every single cost, every single version of Jason from all the movies, and they just don't have that in this one. I think there, there are only two unlockable costumes you can get for Leatherface, and there are, you know, unlockable costumes for the other characters, but they're just not good, and... I understand that they have to give something to work towards, but I think the skill tree system and and this game and I mean not just this game, but I mean they have the same skill tree system in Dead by Daylight. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like these skill trees in these multiplayer games. That that's just a me thing though. And uh, lastly, this is something that they did, you know, for the betterment of their game and to keep their players safe from you know hackers. But it is not Steam Deck compatible. So if you're looking at this game wanting to play it on Steam Deck, you cannot at this moment. Uh, I have faith that they will fix it in the future because, you know, Dead by Daylight did it. Uh, but yeah, that's just something to keep in mind. But if you have Game Pass, this game is on Game Pass. So you can try it for free if you want to. Uh, but if you want to play, the, play it on Steam or if you want to buy the game, I think it's 36 $35, maybe? It's either $34.99 or $35.99. It's one of those I mean, two. I will check by minus and chili and peso, so... Okay, well, well... We don't want to do any conversions. Exactly, I'm lazy. Uh, but yeah, uh, thanks again to Evolve PR for uh, giving us the V-Code, because I, I did have a lot of fun with it, and 
Uh, I actually, a, a lot of people are hearing about this game uh, because when I posted the review on Facebook, there was this woman that I had never interacted with in any way, shape, or form that commented on the post. Was like, oh my God, I've heard about this game. I'm about to download it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, at least like, yeah. looking at the reviews real quick, it, they look very positive. They're, they're on very positive right now. So something yeah, like, is like, going right. Yeah, I mean, this is a really fun game. I just wish it had a little bit more meat on its bones. Yeah. And, and honestly, uh, again, I don't really have a whole lot of friends that have this game. Uh, or And, like, my main video game time is when I couldn't play multiplayer with anybody on a headset anyway. So, I mean, mileage will vary depending on who you are. Yeah, usually it's kind of games. If you have a, if you have a good, group of, good group of friends, you can have a blast. Oh, my God. Can you imagine this game back in the De Quincey Party days? Oh, God. Can you imagine the chaos? It would have been, it would have been insane because we yeah. would have... I, I would imagine that we would have did like a, a a land party setup where all the victim we would have put the victims in one room, and the, yeah, and the family and the three members of the family in the other room, and just had an absolute blast. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, we we still have a little bit of time left in the drive, so uh, I guess what w- what are your expectations for Armored Core? Because that's both something we're going to be playing on a little bit. Well, honestly, um. More than expectations, I am, I am wondering how well the customization is going to be because there's two random things I want to do. I want to make a Gundam, and I want to make Metal Gear Rex. Uh, well, from what I have seen, I know you like to be a complete media blackout on these uh, on games that you play. Yeah. Uh, but I've seen some of the customizations, and some of them are freaking wild. Uh, I hope so. I have also, I've also seen... Uh, but before the reviews came out, I did not know that Armored Core was another. Like I just assumed that Armored Core was different from the normal stuff that From Software makes. I did not know there was a difficult game, and that's when I started seeing that all the memes about Armored Core. Like there's a really funny one because like uh, a big meme in the Armored Core community was like how people would play the games using the controllers backwards, and somebody <laughs> uploaded a picture of them holding their Steam Deck backwards, saying, hey, "Guys, I don't think this is Steam Deck compatible." <laughs> Uh, but yeah so I wasn't prepared for it to be a hard game but I am uh, I am excited because unlike normal from soft games this game has a pause button oh I know you were happy about that I was very happy because like I thought about it and like an Elden Ring didn't have a pause button most Souls games don't have pause buttons I'm going to see if this one does and uh, Souls games do not Sekiro does Okay, well, yeah, yeah same difference. Uh, but uh, when I Googled, does Armored Core 6 have a pause button? It was really funny because the first article I saw was from software, finally figured out what a pause button is. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to not only, because I've never played, this is my first Armored Core game. I've never played any of them before. Yeah, uh, And... Uh, I've seen that it does play very well on Steam Deck, and I have seen that the amount of customization that you could do is just absolutely insane. So, like, all of those things, uh, one of the reviews that I listened to uh, yesterday was, this game is the perfect mech fantasy. So, uh, it it sounds like it's going to be a really good time for all of us involved. Oh, God. I'm so pumped. Yeah, uh, 
I actually, I, I was looking at the calendar earlier, and I was like, I have got a little over a week from tomorrow. Uh, well, actually, I think it's two weeks. I've got two weeks to either finish Baldur's Gate or to finish Armored Core because Starfield comes out two weeks from now. And I am, that's another, that, that is the, and just think about this. This is the first major Bethesda RPG since Fallout 4. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Fallout 76. Well, that doesn't, that, that, that's kind of a different thing because that's, you know, that's an online property that was made by Xenomax, uh, I think. Uh, th- this is the main Bethesda. Fifteen times the detail. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is the main <laughs> Bethesda team putting out a game. Uh, we haven't had that in a while, and uh, when you like, I wasn't super hyped up for Starfield until that presentation they did not that long ago, and then I was like, oh, okay, crap. This is this is gonna be this is gonna be something special, I I believe, and. When you, I, I'm pretty sure Bethesda published Redfall. I think that was one of their games, and yeah, that, did not, did. That, did not, that did not go over too well. So Bethesda and no, uh, well, okay, that was Bethesda Arcane, which I mean, Arcane has a pretty good track record. So seeing them, you know, kind of have a stumble was a big deal. Uh, for for those of you that don't know, Arcane is the studio behind Dishonored and Prey and Deathloop. Which were all games that did very well critically. So uh, we're we're just uh, I, I'm I'm hoping that Starfield because Starfield and and this is another thing I saw another article where they were basically saying that Starfield has the opportunity to be the starting gun for Xbox to finally be coming up swinging because. Uh, when you look at the stuff they have lined up, I mean, they, they've got Forza, they've got Fable, they've got. Uh, I, I know I'm there's a lot. Stop of- you one second. I'm starting off Armored Core. Nice. And uh, it has EC Anti Sheet, by the way. It has what now? EC Anti Sheet. The same one that Elden Ring has. Oh, okay. That's good. Uh,. Which I, I, I knew that it I, I knew that the anti two was gonna be fine because I know that like there are a lot of people that have played it on Steam Deck. Uh, but yeah, uh, Avowed that was what I was forgetting. Avowed looks like it's gonna be really good. Outer Worlds two is coming out, so like if Starfield comes out and is good, then that's the, the, there's been a big gaming analogy for a while now that Microsoft has the dominoes they just have to knock them over. So this yeah. could be them finally knocking those dominoes over. I mean, hopefully. Especially with you know the Activision Blizzard stuff coming out, uh, they 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 could be in a position to finally put themselves in a good spot. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, well, I am going to go ahead and say uh, you know I'm getting pretty close to home now, so I'm going to say this is where we're going to end the episode. I'm going to let you get to in, into Armor Core. I'm going to get home and start to cook dinner with my wife. So. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining me, Leo, and we'll see you next time. See you, man. Goodbye.